Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sit Your Axe Down. Uh, my name is Kyle, and I've got Lucas here. And we've got our guest this week, Chris Flamingo Adams. Chris Flamingo Adams. You can't see, but he's got flamingo shorts on. He right does. Um, yeah, so um, kind of a different episode yeah. um, than normal. We have, uh, oops, sorry, I hit the table. We have Facebook Live going on um, to the side here. We're going to do something... With Facebook Live, and then we'll go into our normal episode. But if you're watching on live, you'll have to um, tune into the full episode. As soon as we find a place in South Dakota that has Wi-Fi, then we can upload the episode. So, um, But we wanted to give you guys what we talked about last night. We're going to do the snack draft, um, and then we'll cut the live off, and it'll just be back to the podcast. So, Yeah, so... Um, all right, who wants to go... First, uh, how are we going to decide who goes first? Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Rock paper scissors. Okay, Chris, now rock paper scissors first. You you you'll get to. You, this will be for uh, chance. We'll we'll be in the B bracket right now. One of us will just get third. All right, rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. All right, I I made it to second. Chris is yeah. going third. All right. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Alright, you got it. Alright, you're going first. Snack draft. Um, these are the best snacks for a road trip. So, And also, if you're watching this, you have uh, anything that you want us to talk about um, on the episode, I'll tell you right now some of the things we're going to talk about. Um, we plan on touching on the uh, games that they just announced. Um, touching on Appleton for the USA Pro-Am. Um, we're going to go over tournaments. Um, we haven't gone over Riverbend yet. We got uh, two tournaments happening this weekend. Jackalope is happening currently, as well as, or sorry, Jackalope's about to happen this weekend, as well as Hub City. And then we have um, upcoming tournaments, um, a couple of things. I don't know what else is coming up Ragnarok, next. Ragnarok. Ironside. Ironside and then PLS SummerSlam. PLS SummerSlam. There's and probably then, something else uh, in between. We'll we'll try to get that together before we get to that point. July is also uh, right. some Sorry. stuff. Um, yeah, so we'll go over um, some of that stuff. Um, we're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna eat some Carmelos. We got some mom water here. Mm-hmm. We'll talk we'll, more about that too later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you have anything else that you want us to talk about comment on here we'll talk about it uh sarah wants you to smile i'm gonna wait till our duels match okay <laughs> yeah we, we get to play uh chris and i get to play sarah and jenna uh in duels this weekend so that'll be good um but yeah we'll go over some of that stuff but first snack draft kyle gets to go first what's your what's your go-to what's your what's your taking at number one this is tough because i've got i would have Prior to Keystone, I would have had no problem answering one way, but uh, Keystone, Sarah introduced me to the Sour Patch Kids strawberry, and they're con- they're considered not so sour, so uh, really oh. good. Oh. Um, All right, so that's what you're going with? That's what I'm going with. That's Sour Patch Kids strawberry. I am going to actually take... So... <coughs> I think I think for a road trip you gotta have. Um, I, th- I think that for me probably the thing I get the most is some sort of. Oh, they, Kyle, they want you to be louder for the live stream. 
so I guess towards the watch the podcast. I'll be louder on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, the the podcast will have a slightly better audio, only slightly because I forgot an XLR yeah, I have, cord. I have headphones on and I'm speaking into a microphone that I can hear myself really loud. So yeah, so maybe I have no maybe idea not the best. We could modulate. we could like do one ear off just so we can make sure. Yeah, maybe um, that'll help. All right, but I'm picking. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a energy drink. Okay. I feel like that falls kind of under the snack category. It's something you would go in to get. So I'm going to take energy drink at, at number one pick yeah, on mine. you got to be more specific. That's too broad. What energy drink? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm probably going... This is a toss-up between a flavored Red <coughs> Bull and a juice monster. Okay. Any of the juice options. So that's what I'm taking for my first pick. We're going to do snake pick, too. So Chris got two, got two picks here. Yeah, you stole my uh, energy drink. Gotcha. Monster's my go-to. Uh, I'm going to go with licorice. Uh, a bag of licorice is number number one on my list. All right. Okay. All right, licorice. And then you got one more. Uh, Riverbend, we were introduced to hot mustard Doritos. Yeah. We brought some here today, too. So Nice. That's All the right. go-to now. All right, hot mustard Doritos. Good pick. Um, I think next I'm just going to take like not a I'm, I'm going to take a candy bar just I go between like you know if I can get my hands on a Canadian Kit Kat okay. that would be my pick but honestly not what great about for that, road trips what about that new one you had yesterday I don't know what that thing was called so I can't Kaz a Kaz bar. A yeah. bar I don't know where to Hostess. get those Hostess, yeah, Hostess Kazmar Kaz bar, whatever bar, it was yeah. It was good. Um, I'm going to try and find another one whenever we go to a gas station um, this weekend somewhere. But Canadian Kit Kats melt too fast, Sarah. That's the problem. All right, so I'm going to go with what my number one pick would have been prior to Sour Patch Kids. Also, kind of in the same family. Um, Also introduced to by an axe thrower at Keystone two years ago. Um, yeah, sorry, Rat- rattles in the mic. Um, but uh, Dustin Wellman introduced me to Albanese uh, gummy bears. Um, if you've never had Albanese gummy bears, they are the best gummy bears you can get. So right. a lot of people think of Haribo, but Haribo, like, you eat a bunch of Haribo gummy bears, like, your jaw hurts because they're so they chewy. Chew but yeah. Albanese just, they chew well, and and it's an Indiana-based company, so i got to go with Albanese. Yeah. So. Um, all right, you got one more. Then you got the, your third pick. You got to round it out. Your final pick. Wow, gosh, let's see. Pick number seven in the draft. I'm gonna go with a Carmelo. That's that's Carmelo. my go-to. That's okay. my go-to candy bar. All right. I mean, not bad. It's um, you know, I that it used to be one of my favorite candy bars. <laughs> Last place for me, or my third pick, is going to be between Sour Punch Straws, but the Bites. So they come in like a bag mm-hmm. that you can Ziploc. Tropical. Or I was considering beef jerky, but after the beef jerky I had last night, no. I just had like... It wasn't good. It just tastes like nothing. Tough, dry meat. Yeah. Um, so I guess just because of the beef jerky last night, I'm going to go with the tropical straw bites. Yeah. Um, sour punch straw bites, tropical flavor. They're a little bit harder to find, but they're good. All right, Chris, last pick. I got the best one of them all. All right, what is it? Brownie points. 
I'm going with Jenna or Sarah's snack pack. Oh, just I mean, that whole just the whole. Oh, snack this man pack. just picked twenty-seven snacks. Yeah, it, but it's one. It's it's a road trip. Like it became something we have to have. Yeah, they just they just pack a whole thing full of stuff, and you don't usually, know what you're gonna get. You <coughs> usually, it's all good. It's usually different too. So yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. So. That's um that's gonna be our uh, draft there. We're gonna hop off the live. Yeah. So um, if you wanna if you wanna know more about why we have these cans of mom water on the table, um, be sure to tune in to the podcast that we're seven. recording also as we speak. So yep, yep, episode seven, and uh, yeah, you'll get uh, you'll get to know more about why we have mom waters on the table. And soon to be another beverage on the table. So. And if you're coming to Hub City, we'll see you tomorrow or Saturday or, I don't know, at some point. Oh, they come on here. Yeah, or you can come see us. We're out at the uh, yeah, if you Brown don't notice, County Yeah, if you Fair. don't notice, we're in an RV, so. Yeah, here's a little... Oh, I can't pull it down because Kyle's thing is in the way, I think. But here you go. There's just a view. Just for days. You can just see. There's not a whole lot out there. Yeah, we've we've been to. There's about I don't know, like let's say, 200 campsites out here. Uh, that might be a little bit over. We've already been to about 150 of them trying to hook up. Uh, we had some some issues getting power, then issues water, with water, sewer, all this stuff. Yeah. But hey, but we they do have showers. They had warm showers. Right. Took a little figuring it out because it's actually on the cold side. But come check it up. So. Um, yeah, we're going to hop off the live. Thanks for tuning in. It, we'll, I'll keep checking the comments, though. So if you have questions, stuff you want us to talk about on the podcast, we'll try to hit those at the end. So, all right, we're going to continue the podcast. Jenna wants us to put this up, but we can't get it to go up anymore. Hey. They can't see you. You can see your arms. That's it. Yeah. Just their arms. Great. All right, that was, that was fun. All right. All right. Chris is going to shut it off now and... Adios. Alright. Alright, the live portion of our broadcast is now over. That's right. We're back. To these Carmelos. Alright. Carmelo time after the snack talk. Need a snack. Um, here we go. Individually wrapped. I mean... I've never had individually wrapped. I will say I always eat, like, you know, the, the full bar. And sometimes it is hard to eat the whole thing. Oh, here we go. It's going to be loud. Ever brace yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, especially while, like, if you're driving. It's like when you break a piece off, you don't want to get, like, caramel strings everywhere. Yeah. I do like Carmelo's. I don't know how the caramel's so liquidy. The, the chocolate is also like extremely melt. soft. It melts, it melts very so easily. Fast. Pairs well with mom water. Mm. It does. <coughs> yeah, so we'll talk about that too, real quick. Um, so, mom water is uh, a company that makes a ready to drink cocktail. These are um, basically it's vodka water. Yeah, vodka water. Um, it's, no uh, bubbles. Four and a half percent, zero carbonation, um, zero sugar, sugars, ninety calories. Um, 
a drink that you could really drink all day. Um, Especially in the summer. Especially when it's hot. It's a very refreshing drink. Yeah. Yeah. So, a um, number of different flavors. Um, they're headquartered in uh, southern Indiana. And they are on the cusp of releasing um, Dadwater. Um, and uh, Dadwater will be a tequila-based um, water. Um, and Dadwater has come on to sponsor Murderer's Row. Yeah, Pro so. Ice so, so just soon. picked up a huge sponsor. In, um, instead is, of uh, Mom Waters, you'll probably start seeing Dad Waters. Yep. On the podcast, but in the meantime, we got some Mom Water here, so be on the lookout for that, and we'll have some more info and some more. Absolutely. Uh, going on for that, I think. Try do something at the next PLS, maybe. Yep. As well with yeah, them. Yeah, we'll try to so. do an event there, and and uh, maybe at uh, at some other tournaments too. So. Yep. Um, but speaking of tournaments, the tournament most recently that we haven't gotten to um, touch on. Yep. Riverbend. Riverbend. Went really well. Um, overall, melee was a little melee-ish at the beginning. Sure. Just, uh, first time doing the uh, having the wizards throw, yep. which is the youth team, which was cool. Um, just got a. Had to work them into the schedule, so it took a little longer. So that was the only down downside to that. I think we could use one more lane next time. Yep. Um, but but yeah, overall started off with melee. Then next was big axe. Yep. Yep. Then knife. knife then hatchet. Then duels. Yep. Um. So big axe winner was John Depke. So yep. shout out to John. Um, next was knives and oh, oh what knives? Tom, Tommy didn't. He? No, I knocked Tommy TJ. out. Did TJ win? I'm just guessing. Though. I don't remember. All right, we'll confirm it. <laughs> I don't remember who won. Um, <clears throat> somebody won though, probably. I think, I think it was Tommy. There wasn't a post though, so you're not gonna be able to. Look, because it wasn't a. There was no bid. Um, no, I knocked Tommy out of the tournament. Alright. We'll figure that out later. Um, and next up was Hatchet. Tishko took home the win in Hatchet. And. Um, oh, no, it was Travis. Travis. Yeah, see? Travis. What are you, yeah. Look at you guys being jerks, trying to give it to somebody else. I knew it wasn't Tommy. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Travis. All yeah. right, so Travis took the win in yeah, against, uh, against Coleman Bates, who yes was had had his coming out party at yeah. Riverbend, man. So um, yeah, so John Debke, Big Axe, Travis Blank for knives. Um, hatchet was Mark Tishko, and then Duels was your mom's favorite team. Yep. Um, who we threw like crap for most of the day. We just somehow pieced it together and things just kind of fell <laughs> fell in our laps when they needed to and uh, we, we actually we lost a game where the other team had two drops it was real cool real cool shout out Ian for uh, <clears throat> getting it together near the end though when we needed it shout out to um, myself for finally being able to hit kills in duels so uh 
I don't know. We started having to go up on four and five. It was desperation time, and just did enough. So, um, yeah, that was that was Riverbend. Overall, though, I think it was great. Um, yeah, they Kyle got suckered into staying after and doing a knife marathon. Also, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think anybody who did the marathon realized that it was going to be what it was because like. It's like, oh, hey, there's a few of us going to do a knife marathon. Okay, cool. That's going to take, like, no time. I'll still be able to drive two and a half hours home. And this was at what time? What time did you guys leave? Five or six? Maybe. Four or five. I don't know. Damn. We didn't... We we ended up having, like, 20-something people do this knife marathon, and we didn't get done until 2 a.m. Yeah. uh, There was a 0% chance I was staying to do that. Yeah. I won't be staying to do that again. (laughs) No. No, it took way too long. We got my phone, Chris. Um, but yeah, after um, after that, oh, the highlight for me was getting to see KK. Yeah. For, so for you guys that don't know, um, Erica and Dan's daughter KK, big fan. Um, just don't get to see her very much. She doesn't come to many as many of the tournaments as they do. But she was able to come by on Sunday, so that was cool. Um, and got to hang out with her, throw throw some axes with her for a little bit. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that was the highlight for me. I was a little sick that weekend, so. Yes, same. I feel like I had some sinus issues, and I think that's ultimately why we haven't done anything since then. Uh, yeah, we've both we been lost, sick, busy. Lost my voice for like a week and a half, and then it came back, and then now I'm starting to get a probably killed myself when I burned that kydex and didn't ventilate it but my voice was back and I had no cough until two days ago when I engraved some kydex and thought ah it'll be no big deal and next thing you know I walk into a room full of kydex fumes and yeah but and next thing you know I have a sheath for my knife that's very true he's got a new sheath a lot of good things happening there (laughs) um but yeah so that was that was Riverbend Chris how'd Riverbend go for you really good uh, tied for 13th. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. 10%. Yep. Got your Pro-Am bid, yeah. Yeah. Pretty I think good. that's, I mean, that's probably a good enough segue right there just to get into the Pro-Am yeah, situation. So, so we can uh, we can talk about, so today officially announced um, location, games, um, how the duels situation is going to work out. So, um I know there's a few people. I haven't gotten to read all the comments because we've been gallivanting through all of these uh, campsites today. But um, I know a few people personally messaged me or messaged in a group, and I saw they're like, "Oh man, we're going back to um, Wisconsin for." I think the, going back to Appleton. The one that the one that I saw was like nothing in Waddle, the south. Waddle hates the south. Yeah, and that's not true. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, there's nobody. There's probably you know. 10 15 people that know this um they were they were working on another location yep um, and it would have been in the it south. would have been in the south there was a location picked in the south um contracts had been exchanged um a couple of minor tweaks to the contract and then there was, there was just me, a, just just so we just so we don't speak out of terms um the the terms after the agreement had come together um, were too much for Waddle to be able to 
to commit to. Yeah, it was just um, it drastically changed. I mean, yeah, I don't. And, and so there was a, a really hard pivot and a short amount of time to pivot in, and yeah. um, and Appleton was more than in willing. love with what happened at Worlds. So you know, that's that's where it ended up. Yeah, so. they were they were a great backup plan, and that's that's how we got to Appleton yeah. uh, as the landing place for it. So. Um, yeah, the the original lo- original potential location just uh, didn't work out in the end. Um, but it, it definitely wasn't their plan originally to to go back to Appleton. I don't yeah. think they, they had any issue with it. They were just trying to you know spice it up a little bit, change things, and and make it to where you know we could see some different places and um, and do things a little bit differently than Worlds. But <coughs> it just didn't work out that way. So. Right, Appleton and happening in Appleton again. Appleton. Uh, yeah, and it's Appleton there. Um, happening there, um, November 9th through twelfth. Um, and yeah, looking forward to that. I I enjoyed staying at the hotel, being right there at the at the venue, basically. So I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that there will be a, a few things that. I had complaints about personally. I know they already are working on that, um, and so I'm I'm excited to oh, see them fix those things. Kills on nine and ten. <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest thing. I think they figured that out though. Now um, the uh, I thought the targets could have been built slightly different to where they could have had more room in the ballrooms. Sure. They just were a little too long on the back. Um, I think another thing that that. I don't, I don't know that they can really... Well, there will be less people, so it, there won't be as much of an issue. But I know I started... The disciplines were starting while I was still throwing previous yeah, disciplines. Yeah, yeah. And that, that happened was, for that several was. people. Um, so just a few things like that. But um, I'm excited. I don't think I've ever been to a Waddle tournament that has gotten worse. It always has gotten better um, as the tournaments have gone on. I mean, I think I've said this on the podcast, but... If you want to take a trip down memory lane, hit up the 2020 Worlds, then the 2021 Open, then the 2021 Worlds, 2022 Open, and then 2022 Worlds, and just see how much things have changed and how much better they've gotten just from a broadcast standpoint alone. Um, you know, I I was at my venue a couple months ago, and someone said, what is on YouTube right now? And it was 2019 Worlds. Oh. Yeah. They had no idea what was going on compared to this last year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a drastic difference. I mean, um, just altogether looks like a completely different thing. I mean, you can tell that more money was spent and there's just more design behind it and things like that. So I think, I think it'll be good, um, especially doing it at the same place again. I mean, there's... There's not that learning process that you have to do about like how does this work? Where are we gonna go? What's back here? What's, etc. So I don't know. It'd be good. And there's a lot of local venues there supporting it, and things like that. So yeah. Um, but they also announced the games. And if you are a venue that wants to help support it, I'm sure Waddle is open yeah. to accepting. I'm sure there will be sponsorship coming so. out about that. But um, let's get right into the games. Yeah. So Toro Bandito first. Pro Am. Did we? talk about Pro-Am at all in the last episode where we talked about like no the, big X and duels I think we, in the traditional sense? I think we did um, a little bit. Okay. okay. But, I was going to say, maybe um, we should chat about that. But yeah, there's no no big X, no duels in the traditional duels. Um, but we didn't know what the 
replacement was going to be and now we do so we'll we'll get to duels in a second but first toro bandito brawl bandito brawl so um if you haven't looked at it yet the target is an <coughs> x-shaped target consisting of two 23 by 3 inch cross beams so these beams will form a center 3 by 3 square each 10 inch leg will be divided into two five inch sections. Um, I'm not gonna bore you and just read the rules, but it looks like it's gonna be a mess. Um, it says 30 knives. Well, that's that's also why um, Toro is supplying the knives. Yeah, so um, 30 knives in the board though. That is gonna be a lot. Um, yeah, I got as far as they had to put tape on them to know whose is whose. Yep. So there, you'll be throwing the exact same knives as your t opponent. There'll be tape on them. So one team, uh, probably tape on both. I don't know, but they could just tape one. But tape on the knives just so you can see where they are. So I assume it won't be near the handle part. So grip will be consistent. So could be a little bit of a problem for people that are throwing or that want to throw knives with tape on them. So that might be something you could practice is throwing without tape. But I think everybody will kind of have to conform unless you already have a I set mean, of I banditos. I feel like, oh, shoot, I'm about to kick the camera over. I feel like, um, I feel like you should be able to put at least like electrical tape on it or hockey tape. Like if you, you know, cause I mean, you don't need, you don't need but like an inch or two, you know, where you're, your fingers touch the knife, really, but but I think it was not, just colored. That big a deal. Just colored tape, so they know whose is whose. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I'm I just, just saying mean, for like, those because everyone's using throwing it. the yeah. same knife. Um, but yeah, so that game looks fun. Looks like there's a couple of different scoring areas, um, but 30 knives that'll get that'll get very interesting. So you'll actually get more points. Um, okay. So, it'll it'll actually score similar to like, it looks like more so like cornhole. So you remove all duplicate scoring knives from the same scoring areas, and then you're left with the different scores that the ones that didn't cancel out, and then you'll decide. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, they do have uh, an option for tiebreaker where you're going to throw one knife at the center square. Um, only the center will count, and they'll repeat that until they have a winner. So that'll be interesting. Um, next up will be the relay. Now, I've played a version of this. I don't know if it's exactly the same. I'm pretty sure it is. This game is fun. Um, so the way that it'll work... Oh, oh, again, all of these games are going to have three people on them. Yep. So three-person teams, um, one person that has qualified for the pro um, hatchet tournament, and then two throwers that either just sign up for the skills or are, which are most likely going to be people that are also signing up for the am, am portion of the yep. tournament. So... Um, those are, and then the pro will get to pick the there too. So I don't know how that'll be decided. 
you'll have options whether you can pick you can just take random etc so that'll be that'll be something that happens closer to time as well um, but yeah so that first game you'll have three people throwing those knives hopefully you get somebody that knows how to throw knives um, second game also gonna want somebody that knows how to throw knives this is called the relay um, starts off one spin hatchet play against each other the team that um, you throw all three you don't retrieve um, highest score wins so hatchet first whoever wins that will then move on to throwing knife against the team throwing hatchet so that'll be interesting and basically it's the first person to finish everything so you move up move back you do one and a half spin hatchet big axe and then two spin knife so I don't know if you've ever played this but it really does make for interesting comebacks because I mean imagine that you get to big axe before the other person gets to even if you're still stuck on one spin knife you have a really good chance of beating big axe when they've got to throw three yeah because you can stack knives a lot better than you can stack three big axes very true so i don't know that'll be interesting i think i got to get another big axe to to throw for that probably because i probably won't want to throw my main depending upon who's on my team sure um so i don't know have you played that game before i have not did you play you i think we played it at um, tribal no they might have done i think they might have done something similar at throw ohio but we did it at tribal and it was super fun uh jesse hummel myself and tyler flynn actually won i think nice it was it was fun so definitely looking forward to that one Next up is the uh, PBR six pack. Um, so for those that don't know, PBR is going to do a little is going to be one of the sponsors for the event, I believe. So this is um, kind of named after them, giving them a little brand recognition here. Um, you looking at it, Kyle? I am. You can explain it if you want, then. I can explain it. Yeah, I'll I mean, let you explain it. Oh, okay. Well, I just felt like I'm I was doing all the talking. Are. No, you're good. You keep talking. <laughs> the uh, so the target's going to look like a six pack. We'll try to if Kyle has enough time, we could try to pop up an image of these things. But um, target will look like a six pack, as in um, there will be six circles, um, two columns of three, and they'll alternate in colors. So red, blue, red, blue, red, blue. Etc. Um, the targets will be at any height on the board for the pro -M. They'll be at three different heights. Um, nine throws yeah, separated into three rounds, so just three throws. Um, round three is thrown at one and a half spin. When playing as a team, each teammate will throw one full round. Um, so, yeah, your goal is to hit your color. Um, blue would score four points. Red would score one. Okay, so yeah, you're trying to uh, you're trying to hit your, just your circles. So you're trying to be as accurate as possible and not break into your opponents. Your opponents, yeah. So you actually score a point for your opponent as that happens. So this will be interesting. I think this will be the most confusing game and one that will be a little bit of luck i mean you can be accurate but it's going to be hard to be accurate and not break into upper and lower i mean i think 
right now with the way our target is designed upper and lower is okay so there's not a lot of people practicing that height um height discrepancy now left and right i think people do fine at but um i think this will be the most challenging to to get a good strategy down um so i don't know i'll be interested to see two inch uh they are two inch two inch yeah i don't know where he's seeing that but i might not be the end of the world well, scores two. Yes, yeah, that's scoring. Rounds, targets, two and a half inch circles. Half. Oh, that won't be too bad. But yeah, but they're just stacked up against each other. So I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, like, if you're going for a middle one, you're definitely going to hit a top or a bottom, if not both. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, next up, this one will also be interesting because it's very similar in terms of how it's laid out. The Toro target throwdown. Um. It's 16 rectangular targets of alternating colors, so looks like the six-pack, but rectangles. Um, all targets are open at the beginning. Once a target has been hit, only targets diagonal from hit targets are open. So, um, this means uh, knives only score corresponding. Once knives score, they are not removed, even if that area becomes invalid. Red hits, five. If L4 is knocked out of the board, R3 still scores, and L2 and L4 and L6 become the valid scoring areas. So, yeah, this one's going to be a little confusing as well, but your goal is to hit all of the areas. So once you hit somewhere, then that opens up the ones that are touching it, and your goal is to hit all of them. So if you start in the middle, you can literally go in either direction. If you start at the bottom, then you would just be working your way up. So your goal, I think, is gonna be to climb the ladder either up or down, or both, depending upon where you start. And the winner is the person to hit all of them. Um, Or whoever has the most in a scoring area after 15 knives. So uh, the team with the most targets hits declared the winner, or the person that's able to do it in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight throws. So. Eight, was this, uh, eight to fifteen throws only. Um, knives will be provided should they n- be needed. Though you can use your own, so they'll mark them with a corresponding color just in case you have the same knives as somebody else. Um, I, I don't know. I guess you would only need. I think you just go and retrieve. Um, Kind of like melee. Unless, unless they're in them. So you would need at least eight knives. But okay. I think you would go get them if they weren't in the correct scoring area or in a valid scoring area. Um, and it said something about, like, if you drop one, I think it it doesn't matter. You leave it in, but if you knock it out, I think it's fine. So it just gives you something to, that you have to throw around. So if you over or under rotate one, you've got more stuff to kind of have to deal with that's in the way. Um, but I think it's removed if it's not once are we throwing at the same target yeah we're throwing it I mean we're throwing at this so you're the red team I'm the blue team we're going against each other so it'll be interesting like if I lay one down I could cover your target too so now you're having to avoid my knife so I don't know that that one sounds like it'll be fun I don't really know how much people will get to practice these things but could be fun all right, and then um, so those were the four uh, skill games. 
that everybody that signs up for skills will be able to compete in that's composed of the three te- three person teams um, I believe that's the on- the four yeah and then uh, the other thing they're gonna have is knife duels which I know people have been asking for it is gonna be six throws a total of 12 thrown knives teams will throw three knives each with no retrieving from 15 I don't like and then the a word. total of six I don't like what? the wording because it's it's kind of the way like they describe it right but I think it's confusing because the sixth throw doesn't have to happen is that what they put in here yeah on knife tools oh they did they did, opted to go with what Tyler and I talked about yeah okay That'll be interesting. So yeah, so I think to me it should it should be described I mean, it's, as five it's throws, five throws with an additional throw. Yeah, so if you're within, Chris doesn't know what we had talked about. So still an option of throwing a sixty-four. The way we get there is a perfect game. Prior to is is five twelves, which knives. I'll be so impressed if I see somebody pull that off. Yeah. Um. So. You throw at bullseyes from the front. You got a sixty. I mean, what? sorry. You throw bullseyes for the first three throws, and then you're throwing two throws from the throw, front. Didn't we throw like a fifty-eight? At, yeah, or a sixty? At, I don't know what it was, but we threw something Jackson. good. Um, but and then on the sixth throw, if a team leads by less or four or less, going into throw six. It can be... You can go for kills. Kill shots are not open for the first five throws of the game. They're also not worth eight points. Correct. Throw six must be thrown at the (coughs) kill shot, and each hit kill will only be worth two points. No other area scores points during this throw. Yeah, so this this basically makes kill shots a way to tie the game. Yeah, not necessarily win the game. Not to win the game. You, You can still win the game. If you, if you get there, you're within the main amount of points. You can still take the lead and win. Yeah. But you you can't make a drastic comeback. So you can't be down by 12 points and win. It's all you're only going to get four points. The most you can get is four. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm interested to see how that goes. I think that's a cool addition. The only thing I would have liked to have seen is possibly switching the amount of throws from the back and the amount of throws from the front if you want to see more competition. Um, but then the kill shot is kind of in a weird spot. Then you're only throwing two from the back and four from the front, potentially. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's going to make two spin mean a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that is going to be how the knife portion goes. Um, I actually don't see the... Ac- Duels Axe Change. Oh, it's at the top. Okay, so yeah. I just skipped it. This variant works just like um, typical hatchet duels. In this version, though, both partners will throw from 15 feet with one thrower throwing big axe and their partner throwing hatchet, one and a half rotations, and then you will alternate every throw. So I think that'll be interesting. you got to have somebody that's good at big axe, or you're hoping you have somebody good at big axe and um, also good at one and a half. Uh, So that one will be fun. I suspect you'll see some Robin Hoods probably in that. Sure. but I'm, I'm looking forward throws. to that. The only pr- five throws, just normal normal duels. The only thing that I wish is that you could do both. So it doesn't say anything. Oh, maybe it does. Oh, yeah, it does. It's literally the first thing. <laughs> the, 
These events will happen concurrently on Saturday evening following the other skills events. Teams will only be able to compete in one or the other, not both duels events. Finals for each will be included in the ESPN broadcast. Unless otherwise stated, these events follow the same rules as their current duels axe knife counterparts. So yeah, if you were looking to throw knife duels and you were looking to throw duels axe change, you will not be. Yep. Uh, also, if you are interested in f- doing a tournament that will include knife duels using these knife rules, um, I'm hosting a tournament in August. August. You don't even know. Yeah, it's like the 5th or the 6th. It's that weekend. It's uh, Saturday, August 5th at my venue in Jasper, Indiana. Uh, We'll be doing knife duels. We'll be using these rules. So um, if you're interested in getting a knife duels tournament in... um, A little practice before that. some practice before the Pro-Am. Could be worth it. Yeah. Could be useful. Get a little ESPN time. You yep, do I'll well put the at this. link in the description below. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, those are the games. I don't know if there's a if there's a specific game that you thought is uh, the one that you really want to play. Um, comment. Let us know. I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe I can draw these targets at some point and get a little video of how to play them. Yeah. I think I have enough people at my venue. I could probably run a little team versus team thing for all of them. So it'll be interesting to see how it how it shakes out. Uh, knife throwers will be a hot commodity when it comes to picking. That's what I'm thinking about. Knife throwers that don't make the cut for the Hatchet Pro. Sure. Um, and those that are asking, I've seen this asked already. There is a cutoff for the amateur. Yeah is uh, not posted just to make sure that people don't try to sandbag and get their way in. But there um, has been a post but, made so but that... Th- it's out there. It's yeah. It's been been set in stone. Um, it's decided, so there's no oh, they moved it up a point. Oh, they yep. changed it for this person. No, it's, it's set in stone. It's already been posted. Um, so, it's out there. So, that, I don't know exactly when they'll announce that average but soon i believe uh, because signups are happening june 12th june 12th is when signups will open so um yeah be on the lookout for signups june 12th i assume before then they'll also have the the average stuff taken care of yeah that makes sense um all right we hit up the uh summer, summer pls summer pls coming soon Yep. Um, for summer PLS. Tribal. Tribal Axe. Yep. So if you haven't ever been to Tribal Axe, it might be the largest venue that you'll go to. I, I mean, there probably are, so. Based on the descriptions that I've heard, there are a few other venues that are large um, that have a lot of targets, etc. Um, but this one is very large. Like they normally have their what would be considered now a tier one which they're not having this year but they normally have a tier one and um for that equivalent of a tournament and they only use like one third of their venue to pull it off they literally have like three sections of their venue that are big enough to host the tournament maybe two and a half ish 
areas. Yeah. Um, but then they also have a kitchen. They've got full bar, etc. So food is good. Drinks are good. Good little hangout area because they actually not just have the bar, but they actually have like restaurant. a restaurant kind of area that's yeah. in the venue as well. Um, tons of merch and things like that. So. Um, cool thing that we're doing this time though is we are doing an amateur tournament as well. Yeah. So before November, um, with the only cutoff, which we'll go ahead and tell you right now, is that if you have never been in pro league, you are officially invited to do the amateur tournament. If you're not currently in pro league and haven't ever been in the pro league, you are cordially invited to sign up for the amateur tournament um, happening July. The weekend of July 15th. Yep. And the links will be down below. Um, So you'll be able to compete in the Amateur Hatchet Tournament and then the Big Axe Duels and Big Big Axe and and Knife knife Tournament tournament. will be the only other two you'll compete in because the Amateur Hatchet will be going on at the same time as Duels. And you don't have to. What does that look like if you turn that light on? I forgot about it. Too bright? Probably. Yeah, but it's all right. Um... Yeah, so if you, the only thing you wouldn't be able to compete in is duels, and you don't have to compete in any of the other things. You can Correct. just do amateur, you can just do am and big, you can just do am and knives, um, whatever works for you. Otherwise, if you're pro league, you want to sign up, you do sign up for all four. And, um, and for anybody who would ask this question, the <laughs> ticket prices, if you are doing big axe and knife, if you're amateur, will be the same. Uh, dollar value as yeah. what it costs the pros entering the PLS where it's a single ticket. So Yeah, but the good news is is if you place top eight, you will um, 4x your money. That's right. So 100 bucks for a ticket, top eight pays out at least $400. Yep. So if you sign up for the AM and that, you can get your money back plus some um, if you place in the top eight. That's right. So... Um, I don't know. I'm excited for for this tournament. See, amateur, we've got a, a decent amount of signups already, but we're hoping to get. I don't know. I think we would love to see, you know, 50, 60 <laughs> people for the amateur tournament. So, if you haven't signed up yet, if you're considering signing up, please do so, so we can try to um, uh, get the prize pool together. Um, and we're hoping we can add money. I think we made an original, like, this will be the minimum that we'll be able to do. But we're hoping to maybe add to that amateur if we get enough signups. So I think right now the what we projected was maybe with 32 people. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, there will be a prize pool. And then also in the amateur tournament, since it is happening before Hatchet, the top four or eight will be... I think we decided on four. four. The top four will be entered automatically, no no charge, don't have to pay, into the um, pro tournament. So you'll get put in a bracket. We'll have a spot for you already. And, yeah, you'll be able to join the, uh, the pro tournament. And so maybe you'll be able to make some more money, plus the prize pool. So, um, yeah, that's coming uh, July 15th. So check it out. Virginia Beach in July should be fun, too. Um, there's a couple of hotel blocks that we've got secured um, that they've uh, taken care of at Tribal. So that's, uh, yeah, that's PLS Summer Slam. Yeah, excited for that. Um, after Summer Slam, we will have a fall event and then hopefully a final event too. Um, yeah. Still up the in the air. fall <laughs> event, due to 
a tournament reschedule. Yeah, yeah. The, the gotta, place we had in mind is no longer available. So if you are watching this and you have a venue that falls in a market that um, is easy for people to fly into, <laughs> we um, would like to be let west. us know. Yeah. <laughs> we would like to be west of the Midwest. Yep, yeah, we'd like to do to something west. I know at one point the Mighty Axe might have had uh, some interest, so if you're someone from Mighty Axe and you watch this, if you guys still have any interest, I think maybe Albuquerque would probably be um, the one that... Yeah, I don't know about any specific venues, but the things that we are looking for is um, within... E- ease of getting to. Within 15, 30 minutes max of a um, international airport or an airport that is... You know, easily accessible, um, and then we need probably six is probably the least we could do. Um, double target lanes, um, eight to ten preferred, if possible. So venue size in that realm and that close to a major airport, and yeah, we would love to have it there. We can give you more details. So if you're interested. Mm-hmm reach out to us, send Kyle or myself or Tyler a message on Facebook, um, comment on here, email us, whatever you want to do. Um, reach out, though, if you're interested. It's a weekend where you know we are paying the venues to do this, so we can give you that information, what, it, what that looks like, and, and how it works. Um, so, yeah, just let us know if you're interested. We are currently looking for a space for, for that and, and possibly the championship as well. Um, so... Yeah, reach out if you think uh, that fits. Even if you're not in the West, let us know. We yeah. might be able to do something for the finals or something like that. So For sure. Yep. And so um, originally planned for the finals um, was to keep it in Murfreesboro, um, where we've had Super 32 and Super 64. Um I'm sure you guys have heard about the accident that happened. Um, also down below in the descriptions, we are still running the GoFundMe for um, Murfreesboro Axe. So if you are able to uh, feel um, that you can uh, help out, feel free to click that link below and whatever you can offer would be very helpful um, to, maintain, to help them maintain payroll and um, get things back up and going as quick as possible. Yeah, we would uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're, as of right now, still kind of up in the air, insurance issues and stuff, but, um, got the front cleaned up and then they found more damage, so we're waiting on engineers and things to, to figure out how it's all going to go, but, um, yeah, so we won't harp on that, I'm sure we've talked about that (coughs) several times, um, but, alright, so for those that I don't know if we even started. We're in Aberdeen, South Dakota. I know we talked a little bit about yeah, it. Hub City. That, that we're here for Hub City. But um, this weekend also is Jumping Jackalope. I haven't looked to see. I'm sure they might actually have brackets out. I don't I don't know how many people are headed there. A lot of Canadian throwers. I've seen a yeah, lot yeah. of Canadians. Canadian throwers are there. I mean, I've been, Kyle. Last two years. I've been the last two years. Um, I actually won Hatchet last year. Yep. And would love to have tried to defend the title. It's always fun to just, you know, try that. Um, but unfortunately, didn't uh, didn't work out um, money-wise. Just flights were expensive, etc. Um, but that's this weekend. And it looks like there's about 
43 people in the first hatchet bracket, so I bet there's about 80 people. 80, 85 people at Jumpin' Jackalope. Um, won't go through the list of names, but good luck to everybody that's going out there. Um, great tournament. Um, always enjoyed being <coughs> there. Um, the city's really cool. We did the little boat thing last year. I'm not sure what he yeah. has planned this year, but um, fun, fun city. Good to good to go out there. But we're checking out a new city. It's right, Aberdeen, South Dakota. Ooh. We're here for Hub City at um, Amanda and Ryan uh, Ryan Perion's uh, venue here, Hub City Axe Throwing. So excited to check that place out. Yeah, we we drove by it earlier, but didn't get to stop in. So, Chris, you've been here before. I have not. Okay, I didn't know if you had. Nope. Chris lives the closest, so not that he lives that close, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> seven hours. Yeah, but still the closest. Um, we went to a baseball game yesterday. Yep. Um, and then drove all night last night. Slept at Walmart. Yeah, that yeah, was fun. Went to see the Twins and the Giants. Uh, unfortunately for uh, Lucas and Jenna, the Giants. Uh, not not so much, unfortunately for me. I bet that the over was going to happen, and it <laughs> happened, so I'm good. Can't do any more sports betting, though, in these states that we're in currently, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes yeah, for so the rest of the states. But Wal- but Walmart was interesting. It's the first time I've ever spent the night in a Walmart yeah, yeah. Uh, parking lot. Yeah, Walmart parking lot treated us right, though. They had the, the street sweeper out when we got there. They were cleaning yeah. off a spot for us. We parked in there. Spreading dust everywhere. Yeah, and then we uh, woke up. I, Kyle also made a note that he's the same, but I don't go anywhere without showering. Yeah, never. <laughs> uh, we went like eight places before I showered today because yeah, we were waiting to get here. And we could have showered in the RV, but everybody was like, don't use the water. Well, not everybody, but certain people didn't yeah. want us to use the water. Um, yeah. So mean, now I, we're at a how campsite many where we're not hooked up to water. <laughs> 45 gallons. 45 gallons. I use like 80 gallons of water in the shower in here when I do a shower. Well, yeah, because like. I could, but I could have taken a shower yeah. quickly. I could have. Not a, not a, not a great shower, shower, but yeah. a shower that would have allowed me to feel okay going outside. You can't okay even stand outside. up in there. Well, yeah, but I could have hunched back a Notre Dame in there and been all right. I'm showering in there. Hell, I'm, I'm doing it at least once. We're not yeah. not using it. Yeah. I feel like right Shaquille O'Neal in that room in there. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a, it's a um, boost of confidence for people right. that aren't as tall as they'd like to be. That's right. Um, but, yeah, so we're here. We're going to go into the town later, I hope. And we're not. Do I something. Mean, we're here, but we're not. We're here, but we're just in a random grass field in the middle of nowhere at a, at a fairground. And this is the, weird, the weirdest thing is, so, so I grew up, my parents camp a lot. Um, I've never been to any campgrounds. That's Anywhere that don't have a fire pit. Yeah. Well, I've not, like there's not a single fire s- pit in this. Did you see the event. 97 notifications we got on our drive? It's flood warning and fire warning. Well, yeah. sure, sure, I get that. The but end like, of times are happening oh, in yeah. this area. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I assume just because it's dry or something. They but probably, it is a county fairgrounds yeah it's a yeah i mean our our campgrounds and our county fairgrounds yeah. have fire pits and everywhere i don't know we don't have any but we could just make a fire i'm sure it's fine but it's not like they have working electricity at half these places and yeah. they don't have water so they can't put it out we used to say lightning struck and, <laughs> and caught the, yeah caught the like, i don't know there. they're like that's weird there's a lot of debris in there yeah it's weird hit our trash um 
Yeah, so that tournament, uh, they got a ladies tournament happening first. So right. Queen of the Prairie? Queen of the Prairie. We got how many? 15? 15 females taking... Um, yep, fif- yeah, 15 people tomorrow. I uh, believe that is the only thing happening tomorrow, discipline-wise. Um, so that'll be exciting. We'll get us a queen. And then um, next weekend, uh, Chris and I are going to Ragnarok as well. So up in Michigan. Um, so yeah, we got uh, we got a couple of things happening. But I think that's anything else we were going to cover. That's like more than a couple. We'll have seems like. we'll have yeah. probably another special announcement in the next week or so too. So uh, stay tuned to. Oh yeah, I mean <coughs> a little. I mean. I don't yeah. know that we have to create an episode for it, but yeah, but we just, might just something to mention in the in the middle of another episode. Yeah, we got so. we got some so things got happening, some cool so there. hopefully, um, you know, be able to talk yeah, about so that on the next summer, podcast. Summer summer league. If you're looking for a marathon league, stay tuned. So. What? Oh, for summer? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. yeah. And if you are um, looking to get one in for spring, you got about a, a week, week, a week and three days. Yeah. Get it together, June fourth, last day. Get your marathons in. Get your scores in. Don't worry about week eight. Um, just finish week one through seven if you haven't yet. Before June fourth, get those scores in. Get your circus points. Spend them when you while you can. Um, yeah. So. I think that's it. Shout out to uh, Linda, yeah. Susan, Karen, and Karen for the mom waters. That's right. And that's it from us today. We so gotta get more of this. We got a yeah. little refrigerator. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jen- Jenna definitely will allow us to get more. Don't worry. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna sign off. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Chris, for driving us last night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, description below check out the where do you get this link it's in a lot of different markets and uh thanks to mom water for or thanks to dad water for coming on board to sponsor uh murderers row and uh, until next time we'll see you guys later yep thanks for tuning in to episode seven